Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome. Welcome to the Haunted Estate. Hello and welcome to The Haunted Estate, here with your host, Selena Spooky Boo. And Joel. And we're here to see you guys. It's been a wild time. It is rainy. It is spooky outside. It's spooky weather. It's spooky weather. Like if you were to give a special weather statement about outside today. Oh my gosh, you'd be like, it's spooky. There's a chance of spookiness later. The chance is a little bit spooky. It's a little cold. It's a little rainy. And it's kind of dark. It's a little bit spooky. So tell us, how are you? I'm good. I look a little wild today because um, I woke up and had the... Um, impulsive need to spray tan and how'd it go i haven't sprayed tan it's crazy because i was standing there and i was like wait do i close my eyes i don't know why in my head i was like no selena don't close your eyes you know what you need to do tan your cornea Hmm. so i got a spray tan so i smell kind of weird i like don't have any i'll bust these off i don't care i don't have any makeup on you still look beautiful. Thanks. See, I have no idea. Like, what? You, you go into a room. Does a person have a gun? And sh- no, there's no one. Is if, it a robot? If someone had to see me naked, I wouldn't be doing it. That's, <laughs> that's for sure. You go in, and it's a machine. It goes, first pose. So you stand naked, and you're like, huh, and it passes. And then you turn to the side, and you turn into an Egyptian king, and you go, huh, and it goes over you. But what they don't tell you is that it's like getting sprayed with an Arctic frost. Oh, it's cold. So it does that, but then it dries you, and it does not dry you with warm air. It dries you with frost air. Weird. For some reason, I thought it'd be hot. I was hoping it would be hot, but mm. when you get out, there's a dryer, a hair dryer. So mm. I put that shit on max. And you're completely nude. Oh, yeah. You're naked as, as anything. It's funny, because I bet if I spread my cheeks right now, it'd be white in there. <laughs> Is that? Yeah. Like, what if, like, well, I said to her, I'm like, do I rub it in after? And she's like, no. And I'm like, it's going to look pretty wild under my <laughs> boobs. Like, I was, <laughs> it's but it doesn't look like reach the, everywhere, right? Well, like, I have boobs. Like, what was I supposed to like? Do I just hold it <laughs> like this while I, while I get the spray tan? I don't know. Selena. But no, it, they had a good deal. It was like 100 bucks. You, you got unlimited tans, unlimited spray tans, and unlimited eggs. Have you seen the egg thing? What are eggs? It's like a machine. This is at Beaches and Dreams in Woodstock, anyone, if you're local. But you literally like lay in this egg thing and it makes you sweat. It's a weight loss thing. It just needs to be hot girl summer, you know? And I'm just feeling not girl summer, so. You're beautiful bitch summer. Joel, I love you. You're fucking beautiful bitch. You're beautiful bitch. Let's go through the bunny rabbit today. Oh, you mean meow? I feel meow. Meow is evolving. For example, now it has a name. This is Meow. Yeah, the listeners on YouTube actually named Meow. Meow has glasses. Meow and I were together because if you realize I'm in a crushed velvet jumpsuit, it's not juicy, but I'm pretending it's juicy and I'm feeling very like early 2000s. Um, I just took a picture of you. I wasn't even smiling. You, you know what's crazy? Huh. Literally had someone come to me for this photo shoot and they're like, let's do it on old film. And I was like, oh my God. Okay, cool. Let me grab some old ass disposable film cameras. They didn't know what these were. They meant like the trendy little Polaroid things that we've had since 2008. They were, they didn't know what this was. People don't know what disposable cameras are. Satisfaction. Go ahead. Come on. Let's see if I can get it to flash. I'll be selling that photo. And some (laughs) others. But no, here, the thing is, is like, didn't know what this was didn't know that's crazy and that really stressed me out i have like five of them you know what was also crazy do you remember buying these when we were younger these oh, yeah. disposable film cameras Buck 99 they're, th- these were 14.99 each 14.99 
That's great, man. They're making money on those. And like, think of it. Like, it literally just goes into the garbage after this. Like, it's it's such a wasteful thing. Oh, they probably recycle it, but but still, you know, there's a battery in it. Yeah. It has an expiry date. Film. When's Why? it expire? Twenty twenty three. That's not even far away. That's gonna be hard. You know what you should do though for your wedding? I saw this at a wedding one time. Hmm. Every person got one of these. And during the night, everyone would take photos. And then after they developed all the film and they had like hundreds of photos of things they didn't even get to see at their own wedding. That's really cute. Can you imagine how expensive that would be? Yeah, well, put me on. I'll find them. 300 find them people cheap. at fourteen ninety nine a pop. I'll find them cheap. I'll find them cheap. Holy Maybe that'll be geez. a part of my little thing. That'd be so expensive. That <laughs> is you, a cute idea. Maybe you if, you want... had, if you had like 10 to hand out. Well, one a table. Yeah, that's cute. One a table. Yeah, that's a cute idea. Because um, you just don't want those memories to disappear speaking of which 49 days away today excuse my yawn oh my gosh i was trying to give you a good transition that you don't want your memories to disappear and then oh are we not doing the personal connection thing wait personal connection are we, don't they don't don't our viewers like it when we're personal in the beginning comment below if you like when we're personal with you just sounded like a robot what robot these moments are for us just for us well and for them and but for i everyone feel like it's a it's a magical moment Oh my God! Can we talk about this other thing that happened at the mall? We have a lot of things to talk about. There's so many things that have happened in the past couple of days. Anyways, the first official time I saw that one, Selena and myself were recognized for this podcast. For the podcast. For the podcast. Yeah. And Shout out to. I'm sorry. Shit, I love I, your name. I can't remember your name, but you're beautiful. I'm sorry, I can't remember your name. At Masonville. <laughs> But, uh, thank you for listening to this on your way to work because you have a long drive every day. Yeah, thank you. It's and I know I sound like a broken record. I said this before, and it always weirds me out. Like right now, I'm just in a room talking to my sister who I grew up with. But there's tens of thousands of people listening to this that download this and listen to us every week. It's cra- it's crazy. Doesn't blow your mind. It's and to get recognized for the podcast. That's wild. Remember uh, that's wild. other update. Remember last episode when we were talking about how we were gonna go in and yell at that lady at Miss Woodstock. Yes. Miss Woodstock was supposed to close today. We went yesterday. We were going to go yesterday and today to say goodbye. The end of Miss Woodstock. And it was already closed and they had already gutted the place. They just shut it early. They didn't even warn us. The sign was still on the door and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, it's sad. Yeah, it was really sad. Yeah, it's sad. Like the chairs are all ripped up. The new owner's there. It's... Like I didn't even get pictures. I didn't even get to do like my sad video of leaving there for we, one last time. We didn't get our goodbye. We didn't get our goodbye. I feel like we've been broken up with by being ghosted. Well, the last time we went there, the bacon was so gross. We couldn't even eat it. There was Why some... would you change a good thing? The bacon that was there, I don't care. Maybe it was cheap bacon. I don't know. It was so good. Don't mess with perfection. I'm telling you right now, if they do get rid of the potatoes, my life will end. It's over. <laughs> it's, it is sad about Miss Woodstock, unfortunately. Well, now Joel and I are on the idea that we should open up a bar and serve breakfast and booze. Put it in the comments below if we should open a bar. If we question, if we opened like a restaurant or something, I want it to be a bar because I want it to be a cool place where we can do like open mics and like a speakeasy, s- span like a slam poetry. Would you guys come from far and wide? Please let us Please. know. Please we, come. We have an idea. We don't want to do this, but we do. What would the name of our bar be? <laughs> Crevice. Okay. <laughs> it'd be like it'd be a hole in the wall and it would be called crevice. Would it be Penn Island? Penis. Penis land. We call it Penn Island. <laughs> Penn and Island. everyone would go to the dick bar. <laughs> and then we'd have a little speakeasy beside it called Crevice. So you'd have the dick crevice bars. Penis land and crevice. We should not do these things because well, this sounds like a terrible Adam, can you hear us? No, he's not there. It's good because he probably would have come in here and been like, What the, the fuck, fuck are you doing? Are you doing? Stop you know, talking. you'd be so embarrassed. You'd almost want to disappear. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Today's podcast category is. And it came from you guys because I asked you guys what you wanted a podcast on, and this was awesome. Yeah, the ideas of the people. Thank you for letting us know. Mm-hmm. Two different categories. Uh, the first one people who vanished without a trace. That blows my mind. How that happens? No, so like they did this thing, and I saw it, and I'm just curious if this is going to come up in the here. But if you look on a map, there's like this map made of like these people that disappeared without a trace, never showed back up, never were heard from again. It is underneath these like weird caves that run underneath where we live, like in in North America. And like, what is beyond there? It takes me back to the movie. You haven't seen it, I don't think. Um, It wasn't Get Out. It was Us. The movie Us. 
it was fucking terrifying. It was about the people that like live underneath the ground. No, I haven't seen it. But like so many people, like I've literally, there are accounts of people sitting here like you and me and the person like talking, talking and the person in front of them just like gone, gone, like into another fucking dimension. One that got me, gets to me too. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, you know, the back of dairy trucks or transport trucks, there's like a missing person report. Yeah. But it's like, who am I? And it's like a picture of like a healthy looking young man and his body was found and no identification. No one knows who he is. I don't no know family. I, I don't know if I ever said this before, but this is how my nights go. The very last thing before I go to bed is I go to this page on Facebook called um, the Unidentified Project. Oh. And all it is is like, death photos of people who are unidentified and people trying to figure out who they are so i go on that and then i read all the obituaries in my town mom taught me that and we live in a small town yeah and our second category <coughs> mysterious disappearances in national parks dun, dun, dun. so what like what is disappear disappear is a verb and it's got a few meanings verb a few meanings verb a few mean verbalicious. A few mean verbtastic. A few verbicious. We almost had a for best to marry. Rap going. Disappear. Cease to be visible. Cease to exist or be in use. Be lost or go missing. Become impossible to find. Disappear. And that's the definition of disappear. Joel and I have never been whiter. We've that was completely unrehearsed. That, that just was, happened. That was a new level for us. I'm gonna put my. I just keep catching myself in these these cameras, and I think it's just best if I wear these and cover as much of my face as possible today. Are you, are you trying to tell me you don't like seeing yourself on camera? I don't because right now I got a spray tan and I can't wash it off for four to six hours, and I'm just looking a little wild right now. Because when I woke up this morning, I was this color, and now I am looking healthy and glowy. But it's a bit much. I just Joel just got back from the Caribbean, and I wanted to match. Check me out. Come over here and put your face beside mine. I feel like we are now the same hue of tanned deliciousness. Are we? The, see, you're still darker. Goodness gracious! Anyways, guys, let's start with 14 people who vanished without a trace. We know about Amelia Earhart, D.B. Cooper, and Jimmy Hoffa. That is, we know that we don't know for certain, and might, well, never know, what became of the aviator, the hijacker, and the labor union chief. As much as we might suspect an accident, an escape, foul play, or whatever, some people, famous and hardly so, simply disappear off the face of the earth. Their fate is a mystery forever. But not every cold case gets quite the attention that these have gotten. Here are ten of those. Cases of people who shuffled off this mortal coil in mysterious fashion. And speaking of Shakespeare, even his death, death remains a bit of a cliffhanger. Isn't it a thing that Shakespeare wasn't a real person and was someone under a pseudonym name? I have no idea. Which is weird because I was obsessed with Shakespeare in grade 12, but I think I, didn't, I never thought of his death, which weirds me out. Why have mm. I changed? Anyways, the first one, the Springfield Three. Cheryl Levitt, her 19-year-old daughter Suzanne Streeter, and Susie's friend Stacy McCall, 18, all were at a graduation party for the two young women in Missouri one early day in June 1992. The next day, they were all gone. All their personal possessions had been left behind, purses, wallets, car keys, and no signs of struggle were evident. Over the years, authorities have followed up several leads. All have either been discredited or found to be inconclusive. The Springfield police are treating the still-open cold case as an abduction. Dude, this that reminds me. So a long time ago, it, it was actually in Ontario. I did a TikTok about this. There were five boys, and they went off together. And they all disappeared. They go down the woods? I think it was woods in like a marina or something, but they all went missing. Mm. And there's never been a trace as far as I know. I think they found a bound brain, uh, bone fragment once, but I'm not sure. Sorry, you just sparked a memory of some other random story that happened in our small town. What? The two boys that were fishing. In the one, his lure got stuck and he went in to go get his lure out. And then like something happened, drowning or whatever. And the other one went in to save him and they both drowned. What? Yeah, and then our, 
grandma's neighbor, Phil. Oh, this was, story. Yeah, Phil was the diver because he's a dive master who went and got the volleys. Weren't they the little boys and they were on a boat together? And, and they, they were hugging each other. The one fell off and then the other one went in to save him and they drowned together. I oh, I thought he went in for his lure for something. Maybe. Reason. I don't know. Yeah, but they no, were found. Crazy. Hugging each other underwater. underwater. Yeah. That's so sad. So sad, man. Bro, they were little boys. I do know that. Yeah. Harold Holt, the former Prime Minister of Australia. For a politician, Harold Holt was notoriously private, releasing the opportunity to escape from the public eye to swim and fish in the ocean. When he disappeared off Cheviot Beach in Victoria in mid-December 1867, 1967, what has been described as one of the largest search operations in Australian history was launched. Conspiracy theories, he ran off with a mistress, was captured by the Chinese, was assassinated, abounded. He is suspected to have drowned in the churning waters, but despite the massive search, his body was never found. The ocean freaks me out, man. Oh my god, any water kind of freaks like me out. Like open, deep water? Dude, my property has two ponds on it, Whoa. and I have had a dream three times that there's a car down there with a body in it. Just wait till we go magnet fishing there. No, I had a magnet fishing dream, and I pulled out skulls with braces on it. Magnet fishing. But that reminds me of like that isn't even that to me. I think that's from this like movie that I watched. Are braces one time. aluminum? <laughs> I don't know, man. Oh, I, don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, how do you say this last name? I'm so sorry for saying names wrong. Greer. Let's say say Greer. Grycar. Ray, oh, that's a C. Ray Grycar, yeah. formal Pennsylvania DA. In April 2005, the longtime district attorney for Center County, Pennsylvania, some 230 miles west of New York City, told his girlfriend he was just going for a drive, jumped in his car, and was never heard from again. None of the prosecutions say that Ray Grissier led something like to spark an angry response. His car was found with his cell phone inside it, but no signs of foul play were uncovered. His bank accounts and credit cards were never used again. His laptop went missing and was later discovered, but yielded no leads. He finally, he was declared legally dead in 2011 he'd be 75 today what the heck? this is pretty dark to say but i think it occurs a lot that people tell their girlfriend that they're going for a drive and don't come back yeah i i remember adventures with purpose they are these awesome dudes and they go out and they find people who are missing and they've recovered like close to like 100 bodies like they go to these ponds and they find the cars they're like someone said you know they knew they were gonna kill them or something and they like head out and they they find them Jesus. which is amazing because a lot of time like the cops just give up they don't have the re- it's not even that it's not giving up it's just what- not paid enough to deal with the shit and there's not enough money you know they you know can't I mean? get involved their hands are tied yeah angie's list is now angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why i thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take. Whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs, or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Henry Hudson, British Navigator. Hudson Bay, the Hudson River, the town of Hudson, New York, all named for Henry Hudson, the British explorer and navigator whose life was dedicated to finding a water route to Asia. In the summer of 1611, after spending a winter on icy James Bay, on the southern end of what is now Hudson's Bay between Ontario and Quebec, Canada, Hudson urged his crew of the ship, uh, of the ship Discovery to again set sail westward. Tired and cold, they mutinied, they mut- mutinied. mutinied and cast Hudson 
his teenage son, and several others adrift in a small boat. They were never heard from again. Wow. Also, the whole oceans freak me out. Being lost at sea. Oh, God. When you can't see anything. Ugh. And you're just so seasick. <laughs> Romulus, the first king of Rome. Myth, legend, son of a god, real person, or some combination of all of that. Romulus's place as the founder of Rome and its first king, or a bit of a narcissist, may have same, say he named Rome after himself, are well established. His death in about 717 BCE is cloaked in as much mystery as his life. Some say he was lift, lifted to heaven in a whirlwind. Others suggest he was ripped apart by angry politicians. Others still believe he was assassinated in another way. Nobody knows. Wow, lost in history. Weird. Bison Dell, retired NBA player, a six foot ten, eighty two <laughs> meters, and more than two hundred and eighty two meters. Why does it say that's that? That's got to be wrong. Eight point two meters? No, that's not even right either. Oh. Like eighty two inches? No. I don't know. He's six ten. He's <laughs> a tall. A six ten and more than two hundred and fifteen pounds. Brian Williams looked like an NBA player, but he was way more than that. He was a musician, a pilot. Uh, internant soul who retired from sports at the age of 30, foregoing millions of dollars so he could travel the world. In summer 2002, sailing with his girlfriend, his brother, and another man in Tahiti, Dell, who changed his name to reflect his Cherokee heritage, disappeared. Police believe his brother, who committed suicide later that year, killed the sailing party and dumped their bodies at sea. No traces of them have ever been found. Again, the sea thing. See, and I feel like sometimes you go crazy there. And his like, how could his brother be fine if he was on the boat? This sounds like insurance scam. Was it a little harder for money? The sea freaks me out. Edward and Stephania Andrews, Chicago couple. On the verge of retirement, Edward, an accountant, and his wife, Stefania, a credited investigator, were at a cocktail party at a Sheraton hotel in Chicago in May 1970. When they left, rather abruptly, banging the door of their car on the way out of the parking garage, they reportedly turned the wrong way on a one-way street and poof. The working theory is that they made a wrong turn, ended up in the Chicago River, but their car, despite several searches, was never found. Other leads have gone nowhere. More than 45 years later, Arlington Heights police are still investigating. Bro, that's crazy. That's what you were talking about earlier. Yeah. Tammy Lynn Leppard, aspiring model and actress. Two suspected serial killers, including John Kutchney, a.k.a. the vampire, and have been linked to the disappearance of an 18-year-old Florida model, Tammy Lynn Leppard, who was never heard from again after a trip to Cocoa Beach in July 1983. Police were not able to link to the, accuse, the accused men with Leppard and had their theories that she was known of a drug ring in town and that she was pregnant and suffering from mental illness or that she simply ran away from home. Neither have ever been proven. The Cocoa Beach police still consider the case open. Why? Why is it? A, is it a thing that police just leave the case open when it's? Come but they to, can only close it when it's figured out. Is that it? You can only close it once it's solved, once, or you have a good theory. Huh? Yeah. Weird. I don't. I don't know. Like if they're just like we've run out of leads. There's absolutely nothing. We have to close the case. Do they? I guess so. Oh, I don't know. Peter Winston, chess prodigy. Considered at one time a rising star in the Pawnee Pawn world of competitive chess, young Peter Winston hit bottom when he tanked in a 1977 tournament at Hunter College High School in New York. At the time, he had been diagnosed as having schizophrenia and manic depression and was dealing with drugs used to treat his illness. A few months later, in early 1978, he disappeared. Many suspect Winston, despairing that he was unable to maintain his once lofty game, committed suicide, but his body has never been found. He was 19 when he disappeared. That's so young. So young. Such a baby. Nicholas and Thomas Hale. What happened to a Nicholas, a member of the House of Representatives from Alaska, and his Democratic colleague, Boggs, the House Majority Leader from Louisiana, it seems like an obvious plane crash. On a fundraising trip to Alaska in 1972, they were on a small plane from Anchorage to Juanu when the plane and everyone on board disappeared over the mountains. More than 100 planes, 40 military aircraft, and hundreds of boats began to search, began a search that lasted more than a month. No trace of the plane or people were ever found. 
and the National Transportation Safety Board was unable to determine what happened, that both men and the peaks were dedicated as memorials to them in 1977. Isn't that weird? Like, there's been a lot of planes that just disappeared. with Airplanes like, disappearing over the ocean. Like, what's going on? Again, the sea thing. <laughs> yeah, let's just, let's just not go over those anymore. Freaking me out, man. Freaking me out, dude. Like, I remember... I watched some documentary, and this is dark. You ready? Yeah. It's like in the Andes, like in South America. Plane carrying a soccer team crashes. Say there was 30 people on board. Say 12 of them survived. And uh, they were up there for like a month, like in this plane wreck. And they'd gone through all the luggage. They'd eaten the leather off the leather straps of luggage and actually resorted to cannibalism before they were rescued. Do they eat the dead bodies or do they eat their live bodies? They did. And somewhere there's a photo and it's dark and it's like taken from the helicopter that found them and like they're like sitting at the side of the plane or whatever you can actually see like a human skeleton like a human spine uh, yeah, it's dark. send me that <laughs> i'll look it up like yeah later yeah, i want to see that that's crazy yeah it's weird man like would you if you were in that position would you would you do that fuck yeah they're dead what yeah. I, without a moment the second we crash i'd be like shit well we got to start planning for the future here like would you pair with a white rhine or a red no what you i know? would do is like if we crashed and like there was no way to communicate i'd be like all right all these freshies are gonna rot does anyone know how to make jerky and i'd just start making jerky i have no idea how to i make would jerky. eat you I what would, like if you died why would you eat me well if it was all i had I would eat you. You're I'd hope you'd eat enough. me too. I would not eat you. I hope you would. I would bury you. Don't. Why would you waste me? I wouldn't waste you. That's wasted. No. Turn me into jerky. Do you know how salty my <laughs> meat would be? It's fucking delicious. You're such a weirdo. Why is my mouth watering? You can live out your master chef dreams when you find a professional on Angie to tackle your dream kitchen remodel. <laughs> Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. All right. This one's one's called Mysterious Disappearances in National Parks. This is a good one. Even though we're Canadian, it's American-based. In the United States, National Park System... Alone, there are more than 84 million acres or preserved woods, deserts, mountains, and other wilderness. So See, that makes Blair Witch Project scarier. You remember that movie that even people wrote me on Instagram that said wasn't scary, that scared the shit out of me, called The Ritual? Yeah, you puss. Scare the shit out of me. Premise. Guys hiking in the woods get lost. Horrific things happen. Many times, me and my wife go hiking in the woods and get lost. Scare the shit out of me. Way too close. I though. hope you get violently lost this summer. Way too close. It'd though. be so funny. It's no surprise that in the past hundred years, there have been a number of cases of hikers going missing. Many of those who have vanished were young children, inexperienced hikers, but some were healthy and seasoned outdoors people. But there is more than nothing, but there is more to these disappearances than just kids wandering off or hikers becoming disoriented. What could cause someone to seemingly vanish in thin air? There are two approaches that people take to explaining these mysterious disappearances, earthly and supernatural. supernatural. Most hiking experts would say that these missing hikers made common mistakes like taking on more than they could handle or failing to time their turn back to beat the sunset. However, some disappearances have become a focus for urban legend, online message boards, and notification books. In fact, Missing 411, author and former police officer at Yosemite National Park, David Pilates, thinks that something more intriguing is afoot. His book examines more than 1,100 cases of people who mysteriously vanished in the United States national park systems. The National Park Service doesn't collect data on how many visitors disappear within the vast expanses of these parks. Indeed, most people turn up on their own accord a few days later. In 2020, Palides estimated that there have been over 1,600 unexplained disappearances in North America alone. Let's be honest, although it might be fun to imagine monsters or something spookier, no proof of any supernatural disappearance has ever been provided. But there have definitely been some mysterious disappearances both in the United States and abroad in formal federal government-run national parks as well as related spaces like national forests, recreation areas, state parks, and more. Here are some of the most fascinating cases to date. Um, 
I was just thinking about that movie, The Ritual, again. How scared the shit out of me. You love it. Scared the shit out of me. You love it. Let's start with Bessie and Glenn Hyde in 1928. Bessie and Glenn Hyde were honeymooning in northern Arizona. In Arizona. Oh. Oh, comes the water. We need a break. So Joel and I started this thing where we're trying to drink a jug of this. (laughs) Every day, we have these gallon jugs. And how many times did we pee this after, like yesterday afternoon? I don't know if the camera's picking this up. I'm about a third done. I've probably gone to the bathroom ten times. But don't you feel alive? Your uh, skin looks better today. Okay, and I don't know if this is a real thing or not, but I slept so well last night. It's the water. I did have 15 beers before I go to bed, but I still slept so well Joel last night. <laughs> Okay, sorry, take it away. All right, sorry, Aunt Bessie. Bessie and Glenn Hyde, 1928. <clears throat> Bessie and Glenn Hyde were honeymooning in northern Arizona at the Grand Canyon when they vanished. They were traveling down the Colorado River by scow in October 1928 and planned to boat through the Grand Canyon. Bessie would have been the first woman to ever do so successfully. Glenn had run tough rivers before, but Bessie was a boating newbie. The couple ran across other boaters a few weeks before their disappearance. Who said they got feelings that Bessie wanted to turn back, but Glenn was pushing her on. If they completed the trip successfully, they would go on a on a paid lecture tour. So this trip was more than just fun. There was money at stake. Cut to several months later, the Hyde's boat was discovered that winter, seemingly undisturbed. It was upright and full of their supplies, but the couple was gone. There's many theories about what happened to the Hydes. Did they disembark and try too difficult side hike? Did they have an argument that turned violent? Were they abducted? There are conflicting reports about what happened to the Hydes, and more than one Bessie Hyde sighting in the years that followed. Maybe she pushed him off. Maybe she was like, this bitch is an asshole. Pushed him off the boat, climbed off the side, and went and lived in Florida. Just my immediate thought. Maybe they weren't the most experienced people. They get off the boat. That's my thing. They didn't, like, tie the boat down. Yeah. Boat floats away. And they died in the elements. And then you die of exposure. Yeah. How do you say this last name? Belly Hearts. Alfred Belly Hearts. 1938. Four-year-old Alfred Belly Hearts was the first recorded drowning in Colorado's Rocky Mountain National Park. Though whether Belly Hearts actually drowned is controversial. He was camping in the park with his family over the July 4th weekend when he disappeared near Roaring and Fall Rivers. Belly Hearts had gone with his dad to bathe in the river and from there decided to join two family friends at a spot about 500 feet upstream where he and his father entered the river. When everyone returned to camp, they realized that Belly Hearts was missing. A search began immediately, expanding to more than 100 civilian conservation corps members within 45 minutes, but there was barely any sign of Belly Hearts anywhere. A day after he disappeared, a couple hiking about six miles away from Belly Hearts' campsite reported seeing a boy who looked like Alfred sitting in an area called the Devil's Nest. What the heck? By this time, authorities arrived. The boy was gone. The search went on for 10 days and included 150 men plus bloodhounds. Though the size of the search party had dwindled to by a dozen by the end of the eighth day, park rangers chalked his disappearance up to a drowning. Was it a ghost? I don't know. What? Was it? We need to know. The whole losing a child thing. Oh, the panic. Oh, I saw that yesterday in Walmart. This woman's like, this little girl lost her, lost her, fa- lost her family. And then the mom was just like, oh, there she is. And it was like, bro, you came from different parts of the mall. Like, if my kid was gone for one second, I would have started diarrheaing. Inside scoop. That happened to me when yeah, Walmart used to scoop. be out there. What happened? I got lost from mom and I cried. And some random lady who I can't even remember what she looks like came up to me because I was crying, took me to front and paged mom. Aww. Yeah. Was mom even freaking out? Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. That's yeah, she, yeah, and I cried. I was crying my eyes out. Enough, yeah, because you like, lost I was your a mommy. Child. Yeah. Where's my mommy? I feel like that right now. <laughs> I love my mom. mom. All right, we have Catherine Van Elst, 1946. Eight-year-old Catherine Van Elst disappeared from Devil's Den State Park, so if it's named Devil's Den, why why call it that? Why do that? You're already you're already putting weird juju on it. Previously, I was working in BC, right? No joke. I drove through a valley. I'm not making this up. Named Dead Man's Pass, dude. Why? You know what this is? This is crazy. Near Arkansas's Ozark National Forest. <gasps> I was just, I was just near there with some really cool people. Anyways, moving there? on, where she and her family were camping. 
Um, the little girl apparently was playing with her brothers when she wandered off and got lost. Couldn't find her way back. What makes her disappearance remarkable is that she was found after six days wandering in the woods. And she was eerily calm. University of Arkansas student Porter Chadwick was part of the search program search party that found her he told the pittsburgh press that when he found her she walked stoically out of a cave and just said here i am she had survived on berries and spent nights sleeping in caves many other hikers have gotten lost in that part of the ozarks and has not been as lucky as her that's crazy just calmly comes out here i am i bet that kid grew up to be weird but that's crazy can we google that yeah, we will. That's just crazy. be like, what happened? To Do it right now. I'm curious. Ugh. Grab your phone. Oh. Put in Catherine Van Alst update. Ugh. I always put it on Do Not Because, like, she's obviously dead now. This is, like, 1946. So, she no, she could still be alive. But I need to know what kind of life she had. Because she either had the most stoic, craziest life ever, or, like, some shit went down. Dude, it's Catherine Van Alst. I need to know. What do you, let's put our bets on. What do you think happened to her? Do you think she was just normal, lived a normal life? I don't know. Is she like, oh, is there a Wikipedia page on her? Is there anything? Well, let me search wiki. I search update, and it was just the story that, that we I want to know what about her life. I want to know what about her life. Catherine, did you do well? Did you become rich and wealthy? Or did you live a tragical life? Is there nothing? There's nothing. Just the wow. same thing. There's a photo here. It's yeah, boy. Oh, is this scary? Girl eight lost six days in the woods. <laughs> Let me see her. <laughs> Flip her around. You ready? Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh my God! If that walked out of a cave, and was like here I am. <laughs> what the heck? That's scary. That would scare the hell out uh, of me. All right, dude. Oh, tell man. us about Paula Weldon. Paula Weldon, 1946. Also, same year. A lot of things happened in 1946. What are these little girls doing? There's an area in Green Mountain National Park near Glastonbury Mountain in Vermont's Long Trail that believes in paranormal call Bennington Triangle. Whoa. That's a couple big words there. The area got this name because of a handful of mysterious disappearances which occurred between 1945 and 1950. Although many more have been recorded over the years as paranormal author Joseph A. Citro coined the term because he was... Sp- because of the supposed supernatural circumstances surrounding the vanishings. Paula Weldon was the second person to go missing in the area of Green Mountain National Forest during this period. 18-year-old Weldon was a college student who set out for a long trail in December 1946. She was dressed for walking and not a long hike, wearing jeans, a coat, and sneakers. Her attire implied that she planned to return before dark. When the temperatures were supposed to dip below freezing, Weldon told her roommate that she was taking a long walk and she never returned. Several people spotted... I've heard a lot of that taking a long walk, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Several people spotted her as... She hitchhiked her way to the trail and walked to the trailhead. When Weldon didn't come back by dark, her roommate let the school know and the search began. Classes were suspended so students could help with the search. The process was disorganized at first until Weldon's father called in favors from police in two surrounding states. Unfortunately, the search didn't pan out and frustrated family and friends and had their own theories about what happened to her. Did Weldon run off with a boyfriend? Was she abducted? Did she commit suicide? Or did she die of exposure because of her inappropriate attire? No one has discovered her body, so her disappearance remains a mystery. There's a rumor that the area of Long Trail is home to a creature called the Bennington Monster. What? Could this Sasquatch-like animal have done some to have had something to do with her disappearance? One positive outcome of the case was the lack of organization in the search for Paula Weldon led to the creation of the Vermont State Police, which is responsible for all wilderness search and rescue missions in the state. Dude, she got eaten by a big creepy monster. God, I hope not. Ugh. Larry Jeffrey, 1966. Six-year-old Larry Jeffrey disappeared near the peak of a 12,000-foot, 3,650-meter Mount Charleston in Humboldt, Tyobi National Forest, just a short drive from Las Vegas. The search began immediately after the boy wandered away with from his brothers, and within days, the National Guard and team of bloodhounds had joined the search. In a TV interview, David Pilates told the George Knapp that there were no predators afoot that day, and since the area was just pretty secluded, it was easy to rule out an abduction by car. This boy just walked into oblivion. 
When Jeffrey disappeared, he was wearing light clothing and author authorities were doubtful that he would survive the cold temperatures at night. Searchers found and lost the trail a few times. They did discover evidence that the boy had been eating insects and forage for berries along the way. Overall, about a thousand people searched for 16 days, but never found him. The whole being By the way, we need to pause. The Evil Dead musical is in London. Oh, yeah? Can we go? When is it? Might be today or tomorrow. Today or tomorrow? If it's today, tonight, you want to go? I don't know. I might be busy. Evil Dead musical. <laughs> you love live theater. You're going to turn down live theater? I know, but is it horror? It's a musical. <laughs> it's a funny horror. Plus, there's that other one about Amish girls that leave to go grow pot, and that sounds really funny, too. That's actually in it. I would be intrigued. Okay, well, I'll look, at, I'll look into both of these. No, okay? I'm booked tomorrow, eh? Changing wheels for my buddy. But... Yeah, but we could go tonight. Dennis Martin, 1969. 69. 69. 69. 69. Do you know Six year old that stands for, Joel? What? 69? No, what? Oh. 69 S N soft numbers in math. No, it's two people doing that dance, the hokey pokey. Oh. You do the hokey pokey and you turn yourself around, and that's how you do the dance. 69. 69. 69. 69. Dennis Martin, 1969. Six-year-old Dennis Martin was on a camping trip near the Tennessee-North Carolina state line with his family and friends in the summer of 1969. It was an annual Father's Day tradition. All of the men in the Martin family headed to Smoky Mountain National Park to camp and hike. Dennis and his brothers had planned a prank, planned a prank on the adults. They were going to hide separately in the bush and jump out on different sides of the campsite to scare them. It was a typical joke that should have ended with some startled shouts and then a lot of laughter. The laughter ended quickly, though, when they realized Dennis was missing. Why, Dennis? Family, par family, park rangers, and other hikers spread out for the search of Dennis almost immediately, but he was nowhere to be found. That evening, there was heavy rainfall, which is bad news when you're trying to track a missing little boy. The search for Martin became the largest in National Park Service history. One of the people searching was park ranger Dwight McCarter, who had successfully tracked down hundreds of missing persons, including young children. McCarter was a seasoned tracker, and he was struck by a complete lack of any sort of tracks. Dennis seemed to have disappeared completely, leaving no trace at all. His disappearance is still a mystery. One possible lead is that the searchers the searchers didn't follow was a report from another family that evening that the boy went missing. The key family allegedly heard a scream and then saw a bear man with something slung over its shoulder, shoulder that looked like it could be a small child. We'll never know this if this was related to Martin's disappearance or not, but one thing did come out of it. The realization that having so many volunteers might have meant some vital clues got trampled on. Nowadays, searchers involve less people but have more training. Interesting. I just think these kids are just stop doing weird shit. Kids disappearing. Stop being weird, kids. Man. Dennis Martin, 19... Oh, that's the one you just did, right? He is. Sorry. You're on Douglas. Let's move on to Douglas. Douglas, 1971. Douglas Legg and some of his family were heading out for a hike on the Antioch Forest Preserves, San Antonio Preserve, when his uncle spotted poison ivy and told Legg to put on some pants to protect himself. The family's cabin was a short, straight shot from where they were, but eight-year-old Leg never returned. Unlike a lot of kids who have gone missing in national parks, Leg was very familiar with these woods. His family owned the cabin where they were staying and described Leg as a mini-woodsman because they all hiked there together so often. Leg's disappearance sparked one of the Southern Androgiat's largest search and rescue missions with more than 600 people searching the woods. But like Martin, like Martin, Leg left no trail. Unlike in the Martin case, though, rescuers used dogs in their search. Some accounts describe dogs following Leg scent for over 30 miles and a trail that was through difficult terrain. How could a young child have traveled alone such a distance? Some searchers reported seeing bear-like tracks near the site. While black bears do drag their prey to cover, dragging someone 30 miles over difficult terrain seems unusual. The family became desperate and began suspecting each other and even their friends of abduction. Leg, but the police were certain that the mini woodsman had simply gotten lost. He was never found. Scare the hell out of me. Just getting turned around in the woods. There's that... It it happens that sounds to me. like someone though it sounds like somebody was watching and like took him away or especially something. if he's a mini woodsman yeah 
This one's called John De- is about John Devine. According to Peninsula Daily News, Olympic National Park in northern Washington state has a feature that's not as majestic as mountain viewers for its mountain views. At least four hikers have mysteriously disappeared from the area in the past 25 years, one of whom was 73-year-old John Devine. In 1997, Devine planned to hike into the park from Mount Baldy. The trail is a tough 24 miles, and though Devine was elderly, he was also an experienced long-distance hiker. Devine was camping with his friend Greg Balzer. They split up on that day. That De- uh, they split up on the day that Devine went missing. Balzer went off to hunt while Devine took the day off hiking. Devine never turned. The fruitless search for Devine lasted a full week until a rescue helicopter crash killed three people and injured five others. By that time, weather conditions had deteriorated, making the chances of finding Devine slim. Friends and family said that Devine would want to put would not want to put people in danger on his behalf and the search was called off the search helicopter's crash is as mysterious as divine's disappearance before takeoff the pilot used a hand signal indicating that he was going to wait for five minutes for conditions to improve before attempting it a moment later the helicopter departed vertically without warning and crashed into the side of a mountain Uh, that's terrifying creepy We have Jacob Gray, 2017. I skipped a page. The mystery of exactly what happened to 22-year-old Jacob Gray will likely never be solved. The athletic young man rode his mountain bike into a rainstorm in Olympic National Park in Washington, April 2017, and was never seen alive again. His bike and gear were found off the side of the trail, but Gray was nowhere to be found. This kicked off a search largely championed by his father, Randy, who actually sold his house and closed his contracting business so that he could fully devote his time to searching for his son. Randy spent months doing that, all while theorizing what could have happened to his child. He considered hypothermia, accidental drowning, an accident, and so on. He worried that bungeoning mental health issues had gotten the best of him. In August the same year, he got the phone call that a group of researchers had found Jacob's remains and that the supply remains and that supplies higher on the mountain than anyone expected. The likely cause of death was hypothermia. That's so sad. His daddy never stopped. Kane McLaughlin. 2021, just last year. A 27-year-old Irishman visiting Grand Teton National Park in Wyoming has been missing since June 2021. The last known sighting of Dublin native Kane McLaughlin pinpoints him heading in the direction of Taggart Lake. This is located on an eight-mile trail that is very difficult in nature. When he didn't show up to work, he was reported missing. He held a dual U.S.-Irish citizenship. His car was found nearby, and it kicked off a search that formally ended two weeks later. 45 helicopter searches and other high-tech tools have yet to reveal any information on his whereabouts. His family and the U.S. National Park Service have since put up a poster with his photos and details, as well as the hashtag FindCane to keep him to keep him the top of his mind for the visitors in the area. The disappearance is extra puzzling as his uncle described that particular trailhead as his favorite. Another hiker reported seeing McLaughlin without a backpack, so it appeared that he had just gone out for a walk. Again, the close to home hiking thing for me. I feel like that's, that's, that's a, I'm going to off myself zone. Like if I did it, I'd go out into the woods. Don't. And I'd climb Don't. up a tree really high. Don't. Okay. So this last one here, we're all going to know this kind of took over the world last year this is gabby petito 2021 the disappearance of gabby petito made international headlines when her boyfriend brian laundry returned from their road trip all by himself the couple who posted heavily about their travels on social media had an ambitious schedule of coast-to-coast national park visits although several fights between the pair were noticed by others including the police along the way petito's family said that their last contact with the 22 year old was at the end of august 2021 Laundry arrived back home September 1st without Petito and refused to speak with police or her family. Her family reported her missing in September and after a lengthy lack of contact. In fact, they don't believe her last text received from Petito was actually from her. Sadly, on September 19th, Petito's remains were found in Bridgerton Trenton National Forest in Wyoming. The cause of death was determined to be strangulation. Laundry disappeared on September 17th, and on October 20th, his skeletal remains were found inside a Carlton Reserve in Sarcosta, Florida. Florida. As a press of time, his cause of death is still unknown. How did he become a skeleton that quickly? This, maybe this was written before we know, but now we, 
isn't it correct me if I'm wrong, it's known that they got into an argument, he killed her, yeah, flew home, talked to his parents and then killed himself. Yeah, yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, but it's it was, weird that he became a skeleton so fast. Yeah. And but I guess in Florida, exposed to the elements and animals and water, like skeletal doesn't have to be like dry. It can yeah, just be like true. pretty much skeleton. That's sad though. Anyways, that's I want to read you quick just before we end this, what the musical is about. So <laughs> you can li- you can sit in the splatter zone. The splatter zone. So it's called Evil Dead the Musical. Okay. Evil Dead the Musical takes on all the elements of the cult classic films, the Evil Dead, Evil Dead 2, and the Army of Darkness. And it combines them for one of the most crazy, hilarious, and bloodiest theatrical experiences of all time. When five college students go to an abandoned cabin in the woods, they accidentally unleash an evil force that turns them all into demons. It's up to Ash, a housewares employee turned demon-killing hero, and his trusty chainsaw to save the day. Blood flies, limbs are dismembered, demons tell bad jokes, and it's all to music. As you might have heard, this show gets a little messy in certain seats. Save your Sunday best for another show. Each performance will include available seats in the infamous Splatter Zone. There will also be a not-so-Splatter Zone for our more timid audience. This keeps the Deadites away from you, we hope. And it was sold out everywhere else it's been. Hmm. Anyways, we'll decide on that later. But guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of The Honda State. If you have good ideas for us podcasts that you would like, we'd love to hear them. Reach out to Joel on Instagram. He loves chatting with you guys. I'm terrible at messages, but Joel's really good at them. And we're always together, so I'm hearing it anyways. Don't forget, do not make a permanent decision on a temporary situation or feeling because life is a roller coaster. Sometimes you're up, sometimes you're down, but babe, it's going to get better. Joel, any words of wisdom? Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I love you, Boo Crew. See you next week. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. If you own a home, you know how much work it can take, whether it's everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality. It can be hard just to know where to start, but now all you need to do is Angie that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.